Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. <laughs> does your does your anxiety begin to rise and, and, and go up just, just as soon as the word family holiday is mentioned? Well, what makes family holidays so difficult for everybody? That's the question today. Family relationships are complicated because of the, all those expectations that we, we have, um, and they're all the same. They never, never seem to change because we're, after all, we're all part of the same family. You know, you have to do what you do, Dad, and Mom, you're supposed to be Mom, and of course, I'm Junior, doing what is expected of me. All those expectations that people have for each other because we are related just makes it so difficult for most people to be themselves because even if it's not talked about, even if it's not being pursued by uh, everybody while in the natural, while having the experience of life, we, we have different values. Look, we've got different goals as individuals, and then our family members um, seem to fit into one specific category, and at the very least, each one of us, we've got our ideals. We have thoughts that are unique to us. We're changing as time goes on, and, and inside, all of us are beautiful and without flaw. And the imaginations that we're holding on the inside, those are thought forms, and they become goals, whether they're being pursued or not. Each person is unique, and they are individual. But now here's the thing. Because of all the, the pre-established roles of who we are supposed to be, and how we're supposed to act based on you being the son or the daughter or your, your birth order or the family rules or the family rituals and all those traditions, all of those systems of order, those things just don't allow for the space to, to be who you are when you show up. So what? Guess what? It's stressful. You don't like it. You dread it. You're not looking forward to it. Uh, year after year after year, and Mama's saying, come home for your birthday now, or we'll see you again, uh, whatever the holiday is. Stress. Well, guess what? You can have a great, fantastic, peaceful, delusional holiday if you know how to do this. Hi, Megan. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Oh, we're so glad to have everybody back with us again today, including you, Meg. We're right back where we belong here on the podcast for the Law of Attraction, Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon. Kineticbelief.com is the website. Kineticbelief at StephenCanyon.com gets an email to us what are you up to? I'm just still hung up on how good your singing voice is. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm thinking a little pitchy. No way. No? No. I would, I would put you through if I was a judge on, on one of those singing shows. A little pitchy. No way. <laughs> oh, they're actually pretty great. good, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's very kind. Well, I'm going I home for the holidays. I'm excited about this topic. Well, you know, and I, I feel like I say that every day, but I like our topics. I think they're pretty fun, and, and they're definitely things that we're all dealing with. That's for sure. And isn't it cool if you are a purposeful kinetic believer working the law of attraction that all these topics, they, they never really quite uh, turn out 
out like most people think they should. We always end up with a different perspective, which is going to be the correct one that's going to always lead to success. Well, and you know, you were talking about family and it was funny. It was funny as you were saying, uh, you know, what makes family holidays so stressful? I'm like, do you hear the question? Family holidays? (laughs) The question (laughs) itself stresses me out. Exactly. Key word, family. Even though, Um, you know what? There's so much love. You love them all. Well, yeah. But it's a love-hate thing. But what does that have to do with anything? (laughs) Right? I'm still stressed out. Well, and you know, (laughs) I'm definitely, um, I guess you'd call it the black sheep of my family. I don't see that as a negative, but uh, funny statistic, Mm -hmm. I'm the only one in my entire family, extended family included, that has lived and lives outside of North or South Carolina. Whoa. That's saying a lot, isn't it? Uh, But you know what? I think that's most people can probably relate to that. If you are one of those who have left the the area that you were born in and say gone to another country or another state or a long way away, you're probably you're probably in a small percentage of people to actually have done that. Yeah, I think so. Even if you haven't moved physically, uh, you could be in a completely different mental state (laughs) and be just down the street. There's something about the village, the the unity of the family that kind of glom together and they stay in that one little place. I thought you were going to say you know, the village idiot. <laughs> There's no, something about the village no, we already, idiot. We already confirmed you're the black Yeah, sheep, exactly. So we're not going to I'll take that. that. I'll take that title. I'll wear it proudly. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, but there's something about that, isn't it? And mm, I've, I've known yeah. people that, you know, the, the, the daughter grows up and she gets married and she says, oh my gosh, you know, five miles away is a long way from daddy. Oh, it's and, perspective. And they, they've gone a long way off. But just imagine, you know, if you start imagining yourself further away and something else, you know, we we're, we're picking on family right now, but something else about the holidays. Um, I read a statistic recently that people are still paying off their credit cards that they used to buy gifts three years ago. Oh yeah. They were going to have a successful holiday. That's they? insane. Yeah. You know, three that the consumer debt that we go into just to, Ugh. just to try to have that perfect I'm, holiday. I'm like, make some cookies, something, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> anything, that, you know, and isn't it true? Make some cookies. And I think after all, the, the gifts that... And ask somebody, what what did you give me three years ago? Oh, I know. So that you're still you paying off remember? interest and debt on something that somebody can't even remember. Here's, you know, right out of the gate, here's something to remember. The only thing people really remember is how you made them feel. Yeah, that's true. They're not going to remember what you gave them. How did you make them feel? And isn't that a big part of it is, you know... With family, it's it's tricky because they can trigger those feelings in you of wanting to feel, in a sense, superior. And so I think that's why we're sort of triggered to spend more money, you know, bring the bigger pot of, I don't know, whatever, mashed potatoes or whatever. But you know, it's a weird pecking that order. That is true. And that, that's absolutely true. And it goes both ways. You might have family that they don't do one thing at all to make you feel inferior or, or not. Feelings are going to be conjured up and stirred up. Usually you're feeling inferior before you even get there. (laughs) And it has nothing to do with them. And so it Mm -hmm. goes both ways. And those are some of the things we're going to dig in today. We had a waitress one time. This is a hilarious story. So we had a waitress and and we were just talking about how, you know, everybody's got something. Everybody's got something in their childhood that they've had to overcome as adults. And so we're talking to our sweet little waitress and and we say, you know, we're we're just saying everybody's got something in their childhood. And she kind of tilted her head 
and she said, actually, my childhood was perfect. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny that she's the, she's the only person I've ever heard to say <laughs> that. And she she yeah. said uh, she said it was pretty magical. <laughs> but you know what that is? Her her imagination and her perspective it remained yeah, magical. Yeah. Because life can be imperfect or it can be perfect according to what we think about it. Oh, we're back to that. Yes. It's what we say that. about it. Always going to be about what we say about it. It's our responsibility. Oh, man. But you know, because look <laughs> Always. at uh, you think about a class reunion. Okay. okay. And all these people that you went to school with and, and they're just crumb crunchers and, and, and uh, you know, they don't, they don't know anything at all any more than you did with the age of um, 16, 17, 18 years old. <laughs> and then uh, the thought of going to one of those class reunions, all of a sudden you start seeing yourself as that. Uh, ignorant 18 year old and so how am I going to go back to this uh, experience all these personalities yeah. without seeing myself that well, way. Well and what's more competitive than that than that system you know that that scenario that you're describing what's more competitive than that you know everyone's going back to see who's making the most money what car everyone's driving mm. who's done the best did you marry somebody hot whatever um, right. but you know it goes back to what you always say though um, hey if you're focused on being a creative then the competition it has no it has no stress well we are all creators and those memories that we have were established and formed by the realizations that we actually went through the practical experience of of those um, uh, those times from the past and so those those are the reflections that we carry with us and so when you think back on those experiences then all of a sudden you've got the actual uh, foundational uh, experience of that first love, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, yeah. the bullies, <laughs> all of them. Well, those bullies have probably grown up and gone on to be accountants uh, uh, or an Bullies. <laughs> They're still bullies. Oh, no. We love you, accountants. <laughs> We're kidding. But, so, but the, the challenge is, is how are you going? And family is the same way. Yeah. You know, you're carrying all these childhood experiences mm-hmm. and those expectations and those family traditions as you go and grow. Yeah. And so you're reflecting on those in preparation for the holidays. Drive through your old neighborhood. The same thing. Maybe you don't see anybody out there when you're driving through, but all those childhood experiences in the neighborhood, oh, yeah. they, they're haunting you and they, they start to follow you around. You can, you can practically see the ghost of your little self running around out there. It's and amazing. And you're thinking, gosh, I didn't know my house was so small. Oh, I know. It seems it was, so big. It was really big back isn't, then. Isn't that funny? Oh, oh, yeah. I did that recently. I went through by my childhood um, like little playground at school and a slide that I just remember being as you know what felt like three stories tall is so tiny (laughs) so funny isn't it it's amazing so we're talking today about how to have a great delusional holiday you know I was on um I grew up on a sitcom I did some NBC it was a television sitcom and I was a child actor and um for five years I was on this this uh weekly sitcom and there's a bunch of us kids that were the regulars on it and you know we would travel around go to amusement parks and uh they would just you know kind of follow us along having these these uh kind of ignorant experiences on (laughs) rides at the fairgrounds and we would do skits and and cook meals and do all these things it was called scrunch scrunch bunch is what it was called i definitely watched a show like that growing up for sure those were fun well the the thing is, is one of the kids that was also on the show, mm-hmm. um, I remember one summer, he, he missed, he missed a, a, couple of, a couple of weeks of filming. And we're like, well, well where is he? Where, where's he been? And so somebody said, well, he's still recovering. 
What was he recovering from? Well, uh, they said he was home alone and um, he, he got naked, took off his clothes, got naked, and he greased himself up with butter and Crisco or something, some cooking oils, what? and got into the laundry chute up on the second floor of his house to try to, <gasps> to, try to slide down naked no. through the laundry chute and got stuck. And he was in oh between floors for I don't know how long, and they had to call the fire department oh to, to come goodness. and get him out and pull, pull him out like a squealing pig. I guess. Oh my goodness! But, but the point of it is, is even as an adult, if I see him now, I can't get rid of the. the <laughs> you can't unsee you can't the unsee the, the imagination idea. of him. <laughs> and in, it, in and the, as, in as the if wall you were, as if you you would be even capable of not going. Hey man, you know, have you gotten stuck in any laundry chutes so lately? So we've got some reprogramming to do. <laughs> yes. We've got to unsee some things in oh, order man. to move ahead in our lives and experience the very best that we possibly can. And you know, I thought this would be the one topic I actually get to blame on something or someone else, but we're already making it about us. Comes so right back to never you. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> well, well, the thing, see, the thing is, is families just like cultures, uh, nationalities, villages, all of them, they have their systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, the system, the way that they function, their expectations on each other, the way that they operate. And when change occurs within that system or outside of it, the balance, the equilibrium is upset. You know, it's it's turned upside down. And so expectations are no longer being adhered to according to the system and the way of doing things. So keeping that balance, if not impossible at the very least is complicated because change is going to be inevitable Mm. even if you don't think you're changing the world is changing around you so change is going to happen so while in the natural spiritual beings are supposed to be advancing in order to change advancing the mind and the body the spirit and the soul that's the purpose that's that's why we're here is to advance those to completion So the purposeful kinetic believer uses the law of attraction in order to advance by perfecting their lives. We are advancing our mind and our body, spirit, and soul, all of that to completion, and there is an original thought form. There is the substance from which all things are made. All of the quantum physical elements are uh, different presentations. They are all variations of one element. All of the, the many forms that are found in both organic and inorganic nature, they're just different shapes, and they're all made of one substance. So beings having this physical experience are represented in families, but they're still individuals, and they are still capable of original thought. Even though we're supposed to be thinking alike, doing what's expected of us, our, our lives formed to to represent what was expected of us, of course, depending on the, the home you grew up in and the type of parental influence that you had. The contradiction to banding together in this merit-based system is that we're, we are beings who can communicate thought to original thinking substance. And by doing that, what we do is we cause the creation. We cause the attraction. We are responsible for the formation of the thing that's being desired. So we are inclined to grow and to develop in spite of the pressure to conform and to keep the family balance. So we visualize, for example, visualize a wind chime with all the different little tubes that make the the music uh, when the wind blows. And then now imagine what happens when one of those tubes is missing. 
the most immediate fix is going to be, go and replace the, the tubular chime. Go get another one and replace it so that it con continues in the order that it was designed to, to maintain that balance. And if one of the tubes is bent, it's out of shape, it's out of form, well, there's now going to be an effort to go and you hammer, hammer those imperfections out. I'm going to make it correct. I'm going to force it to be like it's supposed to be. Well, that's the way we do family members. Why aren't you in the, the, the form that you originally, the original intention for you is? You're bent a little bit, so I'm going to hammer on you over the holiday. I'm going to reform you and try to recommit you back to that original thought form that I had. Because as the patriarch of the family, maybe I've got some misplaced dominion that I'm using still right now, seeing myself as the influencer over you. So that's why all this is more challenging during the holidays. Even if that's not happening, the expectation for that kind of manipulation is still going to be there. So expectations are elevated during the holidays because of family rituals and all those assumptions about how the holidays are supposed to be. That's where you sit, don't you remember? The, <laughs> all of those stressors of pressure are on. Even on the drive, the commute there, you're thinking about all, some of those expectations can be things like, well, you know, holidays are supposed to be joyous and happy. So you, by God, better be joyous and happy when you show up on my doorstep. <laughs> wow. Boy, that helps, doesn't it? Yeah, that helps. Thanks. <laughs> or holidays are times when families come together. You're supposed to be here. And if you don't have a family, then all of a sudden there's no reason to celebrate the holiday. Mm. Now, what does that mean? What does that do? So there's no place like home for the holidays. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Take that to Amen, mean whatever sister. you want it to mean. <laughs> or the, the bigger the gift, like you were saying earlier, the more we spend, the better it's going to be. Mm. Or you get into that contest of spending. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, how big is my gift or how much did you spend on me? <laughs> Everything has to be perfect. Now, yeah. how's that for a stressor? And, and then we're even measuring it. <clears throat> You'll hear you're hardly even out of the driveway. And you're calling mama, well, what'd you think? <laughs> well, everybody was on good behavior. So-and-so was, was really nice this year. You know, there's that measure and immediate judgment that we all go into looking at, did it meet up to the expectations yeah. of being the perfect holiday? Well, and you know, you keep using that word expectations. And that really stood out to me because from my perspective, I mentioned the, the black sheep sort of syndrome, and that's my experience. But I also know that um, like, for example, for my mom, uh, the, the holidays have always been incredibly stressful for her. And she is certainly not, you know, someone, someone who's <laughs> sort of not fitting in with the family. I mean, she's, she's the ringleader around the holidays, but she's so absorbed with, um, you know, overscheduling herself. And, and for her, one of her biggest stressors is the pressure of gift giving. Um, she's incredibly nervous about people liking the gifts, getting the right thing. Um, it's, you know, and it, all of these things everything you just mentioned it it just sucks the fun out of the holidays well what we're going to do is we're going to get out of the business of making other people's ideas and expectations our business <laughs> you know isn't it always perfect when you walk in the turkey's there it's big spread okay everything's going pretty good and then you realize that they've put you at the kids table you're mm -hmm. 35 
and there's still a kid's table yeah, and you're so, at it. <laughs> and again, all these things, we're working on perspective and how all of this is going to change now so that you can yeah. begin delighting in these experiences and all these holiday expectations are all of a sudden going to be put in the proper category yeah. so that we'll know how to function and correctly in those things. It's really funny too, because as you're setting up today's episode, I'm realizing that a lot of my questions are based in the in this concept of that like all my questions were naturally beginning with am i allowed to isn't that interesting isn't that funny yeah, that's, that's exactly family right. stuff though it is mm-hmm. yeah i didn't go to a family get together one time and my sister called me and she said how come you don't have to go <laughs> i said well honey well, why you do you have to go i said well you don't have to go either she was like yes i do i have to yes i do <laughs> it's just funny self-imposed if somebody else isn't afflicting us with those things but yeah. see because that's what's happening things are changing yes. you're always changing and even if you are trying your best not to change everything's changing around you so now going returning and going home or being with the family when things are changing and when values are changing and you've been enlightened as a kinetic believer so my goodness you're changing but you're changing for the better but now all of a sudden these new expectations about the holidays are going to be different um, and and those expectations even on the other side of that You've been working on some things, and so your expectations have changed, but that's going to add to stress now (laughs) because you're going home thinking everything's going to be great because I've improved, but there's still this underlying stressor that everything's going to be great because I've improved. Yeah. You see, it's it's, it's, uh, that snowball effect, and no matter how you try to fix it by working on the fruit of the problem, you're going to uh, exacerbate that. And it does seem that, as you're talking, it does seem that you're saying... Um, you know, that you're going to have these stressful experiences. You're going to be totally stressed out when you're not approaching the holidays from your own unique self. No, that's correct. You know, it's like you're, all, everything you're saying, it's like it just goes back to trying to be this person, trying to be that person, trying to fit in. You know, it's, it's all not you. And here's the thing. If you are not a practicing, purposeful, kinetic believer working with the law of attraction in your life, you're going to perfect everything and think you've got it all figured out, (laughs) all worked out, and you're going to go home and then somebody in the clan is going to be terrorized by the experience. (laughs) Triggered. (laughs) (laughs) And now what? What are you going to do with that? And that's a wonderful point because I do think that if if you're going, unless you're going to be on a beach by yourself somewhere, first of all, congratulations. But if (laughs) if you're not, if you are going to do the whole family thing, which a lot of us will um it does seem you're right it's like this is a whole separate time of year it's a it's a higher level high high levels of understanding and practice are going to be required to because it's going to exacerbate everything you know you may do just fine in your daily routine but break that routine throw in some some uh spice and everything nice and family and (laughs) It's not working anymore. But we're going to take it. We're going to take it to the next level because even uh, somebody that has begin uh, begun successfully working at kinetic belief and yeah. changing their life and imagining the highest thought form and from that highest viewpoint and attracting the correct um, uh, things into their life according to those held perfected visions and thought forms, those imaginations that they've been working on, and they're getting on down the road and everything's just going along fine, and then um, all of a sudden it just seems like you know what my family and and all those people that I'm seeing over the holidays their lives are such a wreck and they have such 
uh, entrenched expectations that I've decided, you know what, I'm just going to go along with the way it's always been rather than rock the boat. Mm. People want to belong and they want to feel connected during the holidays. And so the pressure of that can cause you to let let go of your guard. I'm going to I'm going to just not be that kinetic believer just today. Let go of it and just give the advantage to all these other people that are not where I am in my own enlightened life. Mm. You know what though the this desire can be so strong that there's going to be those who will overextend themselves emotionally, physically and then even financially to try to conform to those old ideas and those those expectations. And so you think that that's really just based in this desire to in a sense fit in or just to be seen in a certain light? Well, it's just not I just don't want to rock the boat. You know, yeah. it's just not worth it to me. It's not worth it's just not worth mama having to put up with with my stoicism and my my uh, attitude just I am not going to conform to those expectations of other people. And so we just forget about it. And and then what happens is we start spending money again to travel to be with family and those loved ones, but even though maybe your finances are limited and you just you can't afford to make the trip overseas or mm-hmm. where Wherever it is to go be with family during the holidays or you start you, there you go you're buying gifts again that you just you can't afford to buy right now or you're attending these these family functions because you have to or because you should mm-hmm. it's a feeling of guilt which again is just uh, you're being manipulated through someone else's dominion going back to past experiences that are causing this fear-based system this merit-based system to tell you that you should do this or you have to do it. Hmm. Both of those are wrong motivators for doing anything. Don't ever do anything because you have to do it or you should do it. There's another reason, and we're going to get to that in just a few minutes. But then preparing all these, you know, maybe they're coming to see you and you all of a sudden you're doing this elaborate and perfect meal and this celebration you're planning, but now all of a sudden you've got expectations for everybody Hmm. to come in dressing a certain way, complimenting you on this perfect meal. After all, (laughs) you've defined it as such. So a definition requires someone to come in and define it as such. it has to be fulfilled, right? And it has to be fulfilled. Just the ability to get somewhere, sometimes it's overlooked because it's just expected. Mm -hmm. And family traditions, what a stronghold those can be. They put demands uh, on you in, in a particular a particular family members, but where they they can really make it difficult. The the matriarch, the patriarch of the family, those that you know, we are honoring them in a certain way. Now, there's nothing wrong with honor when it has its proper place in your own expectations and the way that you see that as a creator, an equal creator with all other creators, you have a unique purpose in this life. Even during the holidays, there is a reason for advancing your soul, mind, body, and spirit to perfected completion. Wow, it's it's really um, stunning to to listen to all this, and and it, it is, my gut reaction is, is it ever okay to just check out one year? <laughs> is oh, that ever okay? It, of course. It, well, here's the thing: everything's okay. And again, if you get away from the expectations, the merit-based system of you have to perform and function in this way, if you get away from that, then all of a sudden you're not measuring anything by is this okay or is it not okay? Do I have to or not have to? You're completely changing the mindset away from that. Look, if you're not doing that, holidays can highlight everything that may have changed. Uh, For example, you're showing up and then somebody's gone through a divorce. There's been a death in the family. 
um, maybe a college student that hadn't been there in a, a couple of years is returning home or somebody's not there because they are in the military. Things are changing. And if the family rules are to not talk about the obvious, for example, you know, the divorce in the family. A lot of families won't talk about things. Mm-hmm. And they, they will sit around <laughs> and look at each other like things are just like they've always been. And that's why you're still sitting at the kids' table. <laughs> and, you know, it, and uh, everybody is supposed to be uh, <laughs> wearing your knickers. And, and okay, it's, it's, we are finished with lunch now. Why aren't you out in the yard playing football? All those things. See, that's why I don't fit in, because if I was at the kids' table... <laughs> And let me tell you, Steve, if there was a death in the family, I'd be like, so who gets Uncle Albert's chair (laughs) at the adult table? (laughs) And then there's those families that the rule is to, you know, they just talk too much. They talk about everything. They talk about stuff they shouldn't be talking about. They talk about people and they talk about those things. And it's just adding to the stress of the holidays. And then then, um, the sameness of holiday gatherings can be monotonous. And monotony can spawn its own set of stressors. And that's kind of how the overview, that's why so many people try to avoid or they they are dreading those holiday experiences. So it seems like a huge part of, of um, you know, sort of conquering all of the stress and all of these things you're talking about at the holidays is knowing yourself. Because our... We're, you know, you always talk about the individual, the unique individual. So it seems like that would also mean that that little perfect holiday experience is going to be so different for each and every one of us. But you have to know yourself. You, you know, if you're a little introverted, then you may not want to go to all the parties. You may not need to go to all those things. But if you're, if you love that thing, then overplan that, you know, but um, yet again, you know, getting alone and, and looking inward and, and understanding what's going to make you enjoy the holidays seems like it'd be a big part. Well, here's where it begins. Your peace and your perfected family experiences, all of your holiday experiences is going to be characterized by being a purposeful kinetic believer. That's where it begins. Understanding what it means to be a kinetic believer. This is somebody that is journaling their highest viewpoint, their thought forms of what they look like. Uh, looking inward, getting away from the noise of the world to define yourself according to that original source, perfected person, mind, body, spirit, and soul. What does your life look like? And I don't mean look around to see what it looks like. Look inward, look within, and see yourself as perfect and with a sound mind and perfectly healthy, financially well off. And I don't mean just enough to pay your bills. I mean more than enough to travel, to go anywhere you want to go, to drive what you want to drive, live where you want to live. These are the thought forms that you've been journaling. And so these are the ideas now that you are reconstructing and blueprinting yourself to represent. That becomes your reality, even though you can't see it. This is what you're carrying through with you in all of your experiences, your day-to-day activities. These are the thought forms. This is the delusion that is correct for you because it's it's the illusion that you see that does not represent the delusion within you. Those viewpoint, those high thought forms that you're holding on to, you're going back to the original intention for you. Before you became things that are not you, you've unbecome those through the thought forms. You're holding those to attract the substance, the evidence of the things that you're hoping for into your life. You do this successfully. You do it right through the holidays. And there's a way to do this and enjoy those and to have a peaceful existence in those holidays. So you're going to be characterized by being a purposeful kinetic believer when you go home for the holidays. 
They're not going to have the, the vernacular. They don't know this is what you're doing, but it, it, you are now a contradiction to the reality of your holiday practical experiences. It's not You're not going to be conforming to those expectations anymore, not verbally, not vocally. You're not challenging anybody on what they may be saying or not saying. You're not going to be challenging those family traditions as sweet as they might be in their own place. These are the things that these people that you're going to be around need to be exercising in from where they are in their existence. So, or more simply put, you are what you're, what those that are living by the natural senses are doing, you're not going to be doing anymore. You're going to allow that and, and find your peace within with that higher viewpoint of who you are and what you're representing. I really like the word that you just were using, uh, reconstructing. That's a that's a great word. And you were talking about reconstructing our holiday perspectives. And that just really hit me because it made me realize that we are absolutely in autopilot at the holidays. You know, all the other times, if you're a kinetic believer, you're, you're working it. You know, you're growing every day. Introspection, introspection. And then, but the holidays come and it's like we just revert immediately to this robotic autopilot sort of place. So, you know, reconstructing how you see the holidays and how you approach um, these get-togethers or people or how, whatever you're doing for the holiday. Um, if you don't like it, if it's a negative, then then that's necessary. That's a great word. Well, and all you're always going to be challenged with those negative imaginations. They're going to show up and they're going to haunt you from the past. What we do is we tend to see ourselves through the eyes of others. And that's where you're going to check it in your meditation, your time of meditation. Making sure that you are revisiting all of those past experiences in a way that they don't exist. The, neg- the negative part of those no longer exists. That was some other time, some other place, and you have uh, gotten rid of all of those bad experiences through the imagination and replacing it with who you are now, the perfected version of you, one that is peaceful, that is full of delight and joy and happiness, the one that's optimistic about what is to come, knowing that everything is advancing toward a perfected completion, and that means you, and that means the family as well. And so all of a sudden you become immune to uh, those old thoughts and expectations that you've carried along with you. And even to the point of if anything's brought up, you are quietened by that. And it doesn't, you don't engage that. You don't apply your belief to that. And yes, you know, the holidays, especially if you have the kind of family that loves to remind you of, of uh, unpleasant things from the past, are going to be the biggest challenge to anybody's <laughs> kinetic belief. And there's not an easy thing to uh, about this, but I will tell you that is go- you're headed to the gym to lift the, the heavy weights of kinetic belief. You come through that successfully and you can do anything in life. I have such a funny story to go along with that. So I read this story just the other day, actually. Um, this guy went to Christmas at his family's house and his brother gave everyone in the family white mugs just these plain porcelain white mugs and he thought that was kind of weird and so he gets his and then he uses this mug that his brother has given to the whole family he uses it the next morning and when it heats up the mug turns into a picture of the brother the brother's mug shot Oh no! <laughs> There's a test. You were <laughs> That's saying, another test. That sometimes challenge. they like to remind you about your past. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. You're go- it's, it can be a test, and you know what? If everybody's on their best behavior, and maybe everybody's changing, maybe maybe you've got a whole family 
that have come along with you to a uh, one of the Kinetic Belief Law of Attraction workshops, and they've been to the master class, and, and they are right in there with you, then the challenge is going to be for everybody to stay in that place during the holidays because mm-hmm. you've got these past experiences, negative, negative influencer-type experiences from your past that are going to challenge you. It's just a haunt. But allow it. It's good for you. It strengthens you and it allows you to become just a, uh, a master of your own universe. What would you say to the person that's uh, listening today and they're thinking, you know, this just sounds kind of selfish and aren't the holidays supposed to be, you know, about everyone else and making everyone else happy and focusing on other people and this just sounds like a lot of me 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 well this is actually you 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 because you are unconditionally loving yourself to be able to love other people you are not loving other people unconditionally and correctly as long as you know it's a tit for tat and you're giving back what you're getting and so this is how you can all of a sudden have a peaceful loving encounter with the people that are the most meaningful to you in mm-hmm. all of life and perhaps the uh, you know that's those from your past so you want to be a pleasant uh, experience for them just like you want them to be for you and it does seem like it's sort of this narrow line that you're that you're sort of trying to walk because like you've said before you don't want to sort of force your way of thinking on anyone else but then you also don't want to just revert back to your old self so it's kind of this like perfect little middle ground that you're sort of trying to find well and the key to this is to not again even though you're going in with this idea of i'm going in as my perfected self the way i'm internalizing and seeing myself the key to being successful at this is not to resist the temptation well what am i going to appear like to them i wonder Mm. being in being my zen self when i go (laughs) home well guess what you're going to look to them like you were zen yeah. Some of them are going to think, well, you were just aloof. Or they're going to talk about you when you leave. They're going to say, well, I wonder what was wrong with Megan. She sure did seem <laughs> peaceful this year. You know what? They're going to, if they talk about you, they do it anyway. They're going to say what they say. And that's none of your business. What people think about you is none of your business. What people are talking about you and saying about you is none of your business. Where people are in their lives is none of your business. Get out of the business of other people's business and just tend to yourself. And I want to talk for a moment about um, your take on, you know, when is it really, when when can you really give yourself permission to sort of just uh, pull the pull the plug on the whole thing and say, you know what, the whole thing is too toxic. I'm not doing it anymore. Well, that's okay, too. And I think you can do that anytime that you ever feel compelled to do that and do it without guilt. Mm-hmm. And don't do it. Now, here's the thing. Here's the check. Make sure that you don't retreat from an invitation to go home to be with family during a holiday <clears throat> because you are upset with someone. Make sure that you have a heart of unconditional love for everyone there. And, in fact, you can always revisit them after the holiday and do it individually. You can go see each person from mm-hmm. a family one at a time and spend some quality, unique time with each one without getting there together in what you just called a toxic family situation. That's a great point. You know, the holidays are not all or nothing. You know, get your creative thinking cap on and come up with new scenarios, new ways to to interact with the people that you really do have a connection with, that you really do love. And you don't you don't have to just spend um, all of your, your entire holiday season with, you know, the huge family get-togethers if that's not your thing. If you want to change people, change yourself. Yeah. 
And we as kinetic believers in the law of attraction work diligently at changing ourselves every day to be a successful version, delusional to the world, but correct and accurate to ourselves. Are you always home for the... And by home, I guess I mean, you know, your childhood home, like with your mother. No, I'm floating through. I'm coming and going whenever I can get there. And, and my mother knows that. And my family knows that. And uh, and like any other family, there's, you know, I have all of the unique what could be challenges, which I dealt with many, many years ago, but by not interacting with people where they are and trying to bring them to where I am or, you know, considering their ways versus my ways. And all of that comes from a competitiveness and that is that is the natural way of going through life is to compete one with the other. I'm a creator, and so I create, and I see all other individuals as equal creators, and they're doing their thing, whatever that is, albeit it might be wrong for me, it's right for them. Did, did you always just sort of float in and out during the holidays, or was there like a moment where you said, "I'm making a, a shift, a change?" I have, you know, always, uh, that's an ambiguous word. I think that I've always done it since it, I had the enlightenment to always do it. Um, I guess I was just wondering if there was, like, what happened? Like, when you decided to to not just go to all the family functions? Like, was there fallout? Was there Were there sort of consequences? No, with me, it was just, again, it was just advancing myself and doing it through the wisdom and practical experience of knowing the genius within and knowing that, you know what, I am not obligated to other people. I'm obligated to myself. That includes my, the, my creativity, my work, um, meetings that I set up, holidays, all of life's experiences get categorized in the same place. There's nothing higher. There's nothing lower. And so it's even the, the playing field for me. And I can take that perspective of all things and overlay it with a lens of this is, this is what's right with me. This is what's good for my attitude, which then makes it good for everyone else. It does seem like once you've set that little precedent, uh, you know, take the take this year. Like, let's say you set a new precedent for yourself with your with your family or whoever you spend the holidays with. Um, it does seem like that would get easier over the years because the shock sort of goes away of you changing. Well, it doesn't get easier for you, but it gets easier maybe for the family. But here's the thing again: to be a successful kinetic believer, you're not measuring or or weighing the the results of your actions according to the expectations of others. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you're trying to train somebody up and you're being aware and sensitive of what, you know, mama's reaction is going to be to you not showing up for a holiday, then yes, perhaps in time it gets easier because you're still measuring the success of what you're doing by the expectations of others. What's your favorite holiday food? <laughs> My favorite <laughs> holiday food. Like, well, okay. Probably you're... dressing. I like, I'm really okay. keen on dressing. Like, a spe is there a special kind? I mean, because oh, there's so many know. different no, kinds. I don't know. It's kind of like the oak tree. I thought there's one oak tree until I heard there are over 200. Well, they so have, you know, there's know. there's like regular bread. There's cornbread. There's, sa you know, like, mm. like sweet oh, okay. versus savory. Uh, sage in a cornbread type dressing, maybe. Oh, my goodness. With, yeah, and very, I'm salivating. Really, really moist. <laughs> I can really talk with you describing wow. that. Wow, but, it, you know, it's possible for anybody to do this and to do it successfully and enjoy your holidays, but it does require that you remain true to yourself and your own attitude as a kinetic believer. Albert Einstein said that a, a human being is a part of the whole universe and a part limited in time and space. He said that uh, he experiences himself, um, his thoughts and his feelings as something separate from the rest. It's a, and he said it's a kind of optical delusion of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about. 
is diluting our awareness according to the self-expectations of the highest standard of ourselves, which then cannot be altered or changed by the expectations of others. And, you know, as you're, as you're talking, I'm realizing, too, um, oh, my goodness, just you're talking about the expectations again and changing these perspectives. And I'm realizing that I'm, I'm learning a lot by, by us doing these podcasts because for maybe the first time I thought, oh, and reminder, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. Oh, that, that's it. <laughs> right. Because you always be remind us of that. Yes. And I think mm-hmm. I organically just thought of it for the first time <laughs> without being reminded. That's the thing, you know, and fun comes from within and your peace is within. Your joy is within. Happiness within. You cannot be offended unless you make the decision within. All these things go back to you. You're the creator of your life. Your expectations come from you. Get out of the the, uh, habitual pattern of allowing other people to put their expectations on you. Don't own that anymore. Don't ping off of other people and their expectations anymore because you will be sorely disappointed. You will never, ever amount to a, a high enough uh, uh, level of perfection to please everybody. People pleasers are victims in this life. I used to um, absolutely go into family situations and without even meaning to, I would go in with these really ridiculous expectations of, you know, what they were going to ask me or the interest that they would show in me. And it was, and I realized that it was just this take, take, take uh, mindset. And, you know, after listening to so many of your teachings, I realized that. Um, I just sort of developed this new way of, of thinking about family functions in general. And I love to imagine myself going into them as Mary Poppins. That's good. Just because, yeah. you know, you take this family and maybe they're having a really rough time. But it's like you could, but I always see that what, what switched for me, though, is that you can go in when you go in with love, like you're talking about, you're going in with a, in a really a position of power. Which is, yeah. uh, which is great. Unconditional loving means that you're not going in there to try to see what you can change. You're not mm-hmm. going in there with an expectation for anybody else. You let them be. Let them be however, Love whoever, where they, where they are. Let the, the brother that is more of a black sheep than you be the crazy <laughs> guy he is. Don't correct them. Yeah. Don't have expectations for them. Don't expect them to be where you are. Either better or worse, let them be who they are and love them where they are. I'm not going to lie. That sounds, I mean, it sounds hard. It really does. Because these are these are relationships that have existed for such a long time. I mean, the habits just, they run so deep. That's why it's really good for you, too. And you want to prepare to do this and stir yourself up to have that great time. And mm, let it be yeah. the blessing to you. Don't go in expecting it to be hard. Go in expecting it to be just the beautiful thing that it is, a portrait from your past. Yeah. With, and remember that, you know what? If you are Have you been in the, the business of blaming parents for all the bad in your life? Well, you also better be blaming them for the good. Mm-hmm. Because you're giving them way more uh, 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 power and authority over you than you probably should. Wow, that's wonderful to see it that way, and and to set those those images and those expectations before you even go in. Because um, we we do that by rote, don't we? Like we do that already without even realizing it. It's habitual. But look, now here's the thing: to have a great, peaceful, delusional holiday, have the highest viewpoint, thought form for yourself before you go in. Practice this. Work it out. You're journaling this. You've prepared to do it. You're in that place of of being Zen, and there is it's overcome you, and you're holding and on to that highest thought form. But the advancing soul is going to recognize that all is right with the world. 
It is perfect, and it's advancing toward completion. And you will contemplate the facts of your family and your friends from that high viewpoint as well. So it is all perfectly well, and you've determined in the thought form of your imaginations that you're going to see your friends, and you're going to see your neighbors, and you're going to see the members of your family in the exact same way. They are all good. Nothing is wrong with the universe. Nothing can be wrong but your personal attitude. And so you keep your attitude in agreement with all the perfect advancing universe. Give your soul over to the guidance of your inner perfected genius. Give it over to the original source where nothing is missing. Nothing is broken there. Accept your family members and your friends as they are. Have no expectations for them. No, not even that one. <laughs> it's none of your business. It's not your burden to teach. It's not your burden or place to enlighten them. They are not your students. Expect or reject no one with anything. Have no expectations for them. Somebody says, well, now, Stephen, what if somebody is using the holiday to confront me? They, they ask me to come out into the front yard, and they're going to give me a piece of their mind. Look, you can only be confronted when you respond. Otherwise, unconditional love remains peaceful and quiet. You are only offended when you decide to be. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Don't get involved in, in judgments and conversations about other people. If you say something about someone, make sure that it is a blessing to them and something you would say directly to them. Avoid talking about toxic family relationships with so-called objective people in preparation for it. Don't use the drive home to talk about Aunt Myrtle and them and how awful they all are. You're setting yourself up when you do that. And it's becoming the substance of your imaginations. And it will manifest into your life. If you associate the holidays with unhappy times, then the holidays can bring all of that back. You were made perfect. Just relate with all others as equal creators. We've talked a lot today about interacting with family and these big get-togethers. However, um, the holidays are notorious for being the loneliest times of the year. There are many, many, many people out there that have, uh, they don't have families that they gather with. Um, maybe the friends that they normally hang out with are doing their own family thing. And so um, we've all heard the stories about just the, the massive amount of people that find themselves um, in, a, in an intense state of loneliness during the holidays. Um, and I don't want to leave them out. So I wanted to talk for just a moment about what you think is the best way to, to handle that and to approach it if, if that's what your holiday is going to look like. That's a really difficult place to be in. If you are somebody that is measuring your own success as a happy person or one that is missing out on joy of life based on who's around you, the expectations of others, the ideas and uh, thoughts of others, you've been in the practice like so many of finding your own value based in the words and thoughts of others then the the only way to resolve this without being lonely on a holiday is to become a purposeful kinetic believer working in the law of attraction falling in love with yourself unconditionally deeply in love with yourself satisfied with an optimistic expectation for all of your tomorrows and you're finding peace and perfection in today and looking inwardly you know what you're not alone because you're with you you are with the substance of that 
person who was created, the being in you that was created with a, an idealistic, original self that's no, there's no one else in the world like. And you have, you've been practicing for as long as you've been a kinetic believer to uh, unbecome those unsavory things that other people have put on you. And through the practice of that, you can experience delight and joy. You are joy. You are happiness. You are a companion to you. And then you can always go with the practical experience of taking the best form of you that you've been kinetically working on, believing and moving forward to attracting the substance of, and go down the street to a diner or go next door or find someone else that perhaps isn't with uh, uh, someone from their past today. There's The world's full of billions of people. And so if it's a companion that you're looking for to spend some time with, celebrating and edifying and encouraging someone else, there's always somebody right down the street, just right around the corner that you can go and sit with for the afternoon. Do you think that if somebody is um, anticipating a lonely holiday experience just because that's what they've always had, is, is, uh, is one filled with people? something that they can attract you know and I guess if they wanted to they should start trying to attract it now but is that something that you really that you think somebody could manifest that kind of experience no because the problem with a person who's anticipating a lonely holiday experience is going to be with the anticipation they're already broken so no one is going to fill the void of an anticipated loneliness. Your, your imagination and your belief, the substance of that is for the possibility of loneliness. And so that's what kinetic believing does is you get rid of the possibility of a lonely holiday. It doesn't exist anymore. If it doesn't exist, then it's something that you aren't anticipating. And so you're, you're replacing all the negativities, all the possible negative forms of a negative experience. You're taking those and you're casting those down once and for all. They are not a possibility. So it's not something that could even show up. So do you, do you think that if, like, let's say somebody's not even maybe, I don't know, they're not negatively anticipating it. But I mean, can you manifest people into your life for the holidays? If it's something that you're, if you're looking for, then absolutely you will draw and change your circumstances according to your beliefs. Um, so That's pretty cool. Yeah, you, you get away from any type of negative expectation. Loneliness is a state of mind of depression. That means that you are operating still in the expectation of something fear-based. You know, you're missing something. Something is broken in your life and you need a person to fill that void. Well, You've still got to go back to original source and find out with a billion people or with no one, you are joyous, you are happy, and it's not dependent upon anyone else or any outside influence. Wow. Well, I definitely feel uh, much more equipped to really attract any kind of holiday experience that I could possibly imagine or, or desire. That's pretty, that's pretty exciting. Because we're only imagining the best and we are desiring the best. And therefore the best has come regardless of the circumstances around us. It doesn't matter who's around us. If everybody is or no one is because your desires are manifesting the absolute best, which already exists and dwells within you. Here's the thing. Look, you have your creator's ability within your soul. Knowing the original substance on the inside of you, the, the bias and the intention of your creator, it rearranges your belief system and it advances your soul to accomplish anything while you're here in the land of the living. Happiness and joy have become you. Look, success is not solely by your own individual might, but it is by the perfected authority to release the power of your kinetic beliefs in the physical for manifesting your highest thought forms. The kinetic believer must be 
begin by knowing who they really are. You've got to know, you've got to come in contact with that identity that, you know, Megan, you were talking about a minute ago, looking within to see the original source of what makes you, you, why are you special? What makes you unique and what makes you different than everybody else? You need not be a victim to circumstances. You need not be a victim to the expectations of others, the thought forms of others, any other creator that is trying to design you into the form that they think you ought to be, that does no longer need to have any effect on you whatsoever. You need not be downtrodden. You are not without opportunities. You have within you all the power and all the authority to create the perfected experience every day of your life. It doesn't matter what the calendar says, if it's Christmas day, if it's your birthday and you're you seemingly all alone, you're never alone in this. You need not languish beneath the manipulative expectations of anyone else ever again. You are an original source, possessed creator with all absolute authority to manifest original substance at any time, past present or future, anywhere, at any time. And that is the beauty of all this. That's how this works. And so we're no longer under the possibility of having a bad holiday experience anymore. We are on top of it and no longer victims to circumstances or victim to our own imaginations ever again. I have a a pretty specific personal question for here at the end of the show. Um, Sometimes I have difficulty deciding whether certain family relationships are even worth um, this effort of, you know, putting yourself first and making sure that you're yourself around these people and, you know, establishing all these new perspectives so that you can even go to the family function. Um, How do you decide if a relationship, let's just, let's just call it a sibling or a a mother or a father, how do you even decide if you even care enough or if, if you even want to keep those relationships going if they seem to be the source of negativity. Well, any relationship that is abusive is one that you need to check. You need to get away from anything or stop giving access. Regardless of blood relationship, if there is someone in your life that has access to you, that does not celebrate you, edify you, and encourage you, then that's someone that you no longer need to give access to to you. And I would even say before you cut somebody off like that, if you, you, uh, them having access to you is so meaningful to them, give them the opportunity to remain um, uh, available to you and you to them by saying, you know what, here's who I am now. And I love Mm -hmm. you enough to let you know who I am. And so rather than cutting you off and out of my life, I want you to know that I fully expect if we're going forward together for us to celebrate each other edify each other and only encourage each other, championing each other all through life. And if we can't do this, that's fine. And I don't hold this against you because I understand that's who you are, where you are right now, and that's okay for you, but it's not okay for me. Mm. So we will agree to agree that this is not going to work out for me unless we are doing these things. So so really having having a conversation with an individual that you're that you're determining is the relationship worth it is is the main thing have that conversation about who you are and who you're wanting to be and and see if they can be in agreement with that yeah because you want to edify them and encourage and celebrate and champion this person and you don't want to enable them to be an abuser to you or anyone else and so that's how you're loving them and unconditionally means these are the conditions sometimes it's a reverse you know unconditional doesn't mean i'm going to allow 
you to abuse me. That means I'm going to love you, not as an abuser, but as somebody that I want to celebrate and encourage and edify and champion. Well, I feel like we have absolutely cut through um, all of the craziness (laughs) that can be associated. (laughs) Uh, It can be tricky, tricky, tricky. So this has been an amazing, I feel like almost we, we developed some sort of roadmap today um roadmap to the holidays to navigate these relationships and to navigate the the parties or the lack thereof or i mean it's a it's an intense time and you know you need that little navigational tool to get through it i have found peace in my life when i became a purposeful kinetic belief journaler and and i do recommend that you journal your life and those highest expectations those viewpoints and thought forms so that you can hold those and you hold them close and this is your guide you got to have a roadmap to be successful you if you don't, you're just going to be victimized by circumstances and people, mm. and uh, you're, you'll get to the end of your life to sadly find out that you've lived everyone else's. Wow. That's really, that's really great. So, and you know something else? You can replace all those negative uh, thought expectations for the holidays by getting into some affirmations. Make sure that you say these out loud and do it every single day along with your uh, gratefulness for being a creator, special and unique and different than anybody else. And let's just do it right now. Here's a, this is a great one. Just say this after me. Just say, I am an essential part of the whole. I am an essential part of the whole. Life is always being made. New. Life is always being made new. And so I am always free to be new. I am always free to be new. I am boundless. I'm boundless. Timeless. Timeless. Always at home. Always at home. Wherever I go. Wherever I go. I'm at home. I'm at home. I was created to create. I was created to create. And my possibilities have no end. And my possibilities have no end. I breathe life. I breathe life into everything I do. Into everything I do. And everything I give. And everything I give is fragranced. Is fragranced with joy and hope. With joy and hope. I share my gifts. I share my gifts with everyone. With everyone. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. I am joy. I am joy. I am happiness. I am happiness. I am love. I am love. I am delight. I am delight. Ah. Yeah, that's good. See? I feel zen. That's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Zen. Yeah, we've got our identity then. There it is for the holidays. That's that's wonderful. Um, well, this has been a fabulous episode, and I feel more than equipped to uh, to go lay on a beach for December. <laughs> no. Oh. All right. You need to go back and start all over again. Listen to today's podcast, Megan. And so my and tickets to Aruba are booked. <laughs> right. and no, you've got this. I feel great about this. You've got this. You really do. Oh, we're so uh, glad to have everybody back with us again today. Yeah. For the, our Law of Attraction Kinetic Bleak podcast, yes. it's been really awesome. And, you know, by the way, I was just looking, um, go to our website and you can check out our upcoming masterclass workshop dates and something that we're doing. And we've opened up some dates in 2020. We've done this before, but for some of the masterclass workshop invitationals and the way that that works, if you've got a group and it doesn't matter where in the world you are, because we travel the planet. If you have a group and you'd like for, for me to come and speak and do a workshop with your group, then just shoot me an email at kinetic belief at stephencanyon.com and we can talk about it. Yes. But uh, we are available. We've got just a few dates left coming up in 2020 and love to talk to you about your group. And, yeah. and uh, you can submit your information for that at kineticbelief.com. Yeah. This has been great, Megan. Okay. Enjoyed it so much. much. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye.